Greetings, my friends. Today we celebrate Good Friday, the Friday before Easter. In Good Friday, we celebrate and remember the passion of Christ on the cross. A meaningful day for us as Christians to know our God in flesh went on to the cross for atonement of our sins. The cross is quite a central message and icon for Christians. I remember there was a time I saw a lady wearing a cross on her necklace in a tea shop. When she was serving me tea, I asked her, Do you know what that means, the cross you are wearing? She said it is a gift from a friend and she thought it was lovely and something, you know, is very meaningful to her to wear it all the time. I told her it's a very important symbol and icon for Christians. She was uncomfortable in the beginning and I assured her I'm not one of those crazy evangelists, you know, trying to sell her like an insurance package. I told her I just want to her to know a little more about the background of the cross. She was fascinated by what I shared with her. I told her the cross she is wearing signifies the sacrifice of the Son of God for our sins. I told her even many religions believe that all of us are not perfect and we have sinned. However, no religion is able to take away sins like how Jesus would be able to do. It opened her mind and I believe everything about what she knew about Christianity has changed from that day onwards. My friends, many of us as Christians think that a lot of people must have heard of the gospel. That is not true. Many may have heard about the name of Jesus, but not many had a chance to hear the gospel. The theology of the cross is rich and powerful. We can read about the theology of Jewish sacrifice and atonement to appreciate the sacrificial system and appreciate the sacrifice of Jesus even more deeply. But even without the deepest theology, we can recognize one thing. The crucifixion of Jesus is the sacrificial love of God for us. Good Friday is a day we are reminded that Jesus Christ has been brutally and cruelly sacrificed himself for our sins. A historical truth that has been challenged many times, yet no one could really disprove the fact of the real person of Jesus and his gospel. And this is the truth of his death and resurrection, a historical truth. I remember I had a friend once ask me, why is Christianity so highly persecuted and challenged by people of all religions? So many people seem to find ways to disprove Christianity, not like any other religion, but just towards Christianity. Because Christian gospel has a very high claim of what we believe and people sometimes question our exclusive message. People I understood and I know realize that if this message is true, this is going to be urgent and important. And another point I told my friend, this is the power and beauty of Christianity. It constantly withstands all these challenges and also continue to stand true with evidence and people continue to grow in following Jesus throughout the 2,000 years of history. My dear fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to embrace this reality and wake up that Christ is real and we need to urgently remember the gospel. 
I remember when I was a child, and I was not a Christian yet. I stayed a few streets away from a church. I remember I walked into the church sanctuary and looked at the crucifix of the church and understood that the man on the cross must be the God for Christians. This man, they have known him as their God, must have been a very wonderful God because he sacrificed himself on the cross for people. The story of the sacrifice of Jesus has a way to move our hearts and souls. A God who loves mankind to the level of sacrificing himself for us. When Jesus was crucified, he was accused, persecuted and found no sins on and guilt upon him. This is what happened to Jesus when he was persecuted according to the Bible in John chapter 19 verse 1 to 6. Let me read it out to you, my friends. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, Hail the king of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Take him yourself and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. This was all done upon Jesus, who is the Son of God, the one and true God, being tortured for a crime he did not do. And they nailed Jesus on the cross in a display of shame. Nailing a man on the cross alive is the most cruel punishment at that time in the first century. It is almost equivalent to what we have today, the electric chair. But it is more horrifying. The cross is a way how the Roman government showed the people that they need to be fearful of the government. If any person wants to rebel against the Romans. The consequence is a shameful and painful death. However, the Romans did not have the power to put Jesus on the cross because it was a voluntary sacrifice and the Romans would not have power over the Son of God, although they thought they were the one who had the power. This is what Jesus told the Roman governor in the first century in, one, in John chapter 19, verse 11. You would have no authority over me at all unless... It had been given from you from above. Jesus wanted them to know that he voluntarily allowed this cruelty done upon him because the cruel torture represents the punishment of sins that we are supposed to receive and Jesus is willing to bear it all for us. What does, what does this mean to us who are willing to have faith in Jesus Christ when we look at the cross in the church? It is a message that all of us need, not only Christians, but every single person on earth needs. It is a message of redemption from our guilt and burdens all mistakes we have done in life. It is a message of divine love that will satisfy our soul. It is a message that we have a God that we can trust with our whole being because 
there is a God who is willing to sacrifice himself for us. It is also a message for those who want their life to be turned around, a second chance in their life for them to start anew. When Jesus died on the cross for our sins, Jesus took the place of us, whereby in justice we are supposed to pay for our sins, and he took it all upon himself and paid for us. May I ask, is anyone here free from their sins? Has anyone looked at any opposite sex with disrespect of lust? Perhaps as someone's wife or husband? Has anyone told lies in their life? Has anyone done something in your life that you are not proud of? We can try to tell ourselves to move on in life, but we carry a burden of guilt that has never been able to erase it. The sacrifice of Jesus on the cross is able to wash away all our sins. It doesn't matter how big or small your sins are. God is able to forgive it. This is the power of God shown through the cross for us in the church. Some of us have never truly experienced love that is so divine and perfect. A love that will deeply satisfy our soul. Maybe some of us even gone into many broken relationships or even marriage. Yet, we could not find such a love, which is the love of God shown through the sacrifice of himself for us on the cross. On the night that Jesus was crucified, he was also betrayed by one of his disciples. Even though Jesus loved this man and done no harm to this man who is his disciple, he betrayed him and took the money from their enemies to persecute Jesus. From such betrayer, he continued to allow persecution and torture to be upon himself. Some of us have trust issues because we have been betrayed in our life. And we need healing of God. In our hearts, there is a lot of distrust in our lives. Through Christ, we can learn to fully trust in Him because He is the only God with the most perfect will for us. Jesus, who has experienced all kinds of abuse upon Himself, He has experienced all kinds of hurts. And some of us are sick and tired of our life. Perhaps you have experienced failures again and again, yet nothing could set you free. The cross is the power to let you have a new life and break curses in your life. This is the power of God that is unchallenged, that God sent His own Son to break the darkness and curses in our lives. This is the grace of God, the free gift of God, the power of the cross in victory over every single darkness, hurts, disappointments, and brokenness in our lives. And this is our Christian hope, our Christian faith, and the central message through the cross. On Monday, Thursday, which is yesterday, I talk about following a leader that we can trust. Our human history has shown that we are drawn to leaders who are selfless, and willing to serve people. We may be drawn to successful people with money and wealth, but ask ourselves deeply, would you want to follow a leader who is only interested to be successful? Or a leader who is willing to do anything for your good, like how Christ would do? Jesus Christ displayed a kind of leadership that deeply all of us desire for it, a divine leadership that all men and women could truly rely on, 
a man who is willing to give up everything for our life. Therefore, when we look at the cross from the church, my friends, it is a historical truth, not a myth, that the divine man has cruelly died on the cross because he intends to set mankind free from the bondage of sins. This person is fully God and fully man, the perfect Son of God with the perfect love, Jesus Christ. This is the reason for our Good Friday. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a blessed time.